0: It was when I got there and I saw the setup and it was a national holiday and, you know, everything was closed and this was the big event being broadcasted and the king was going to be there. And then I just stood there and I walked up to the Teleruba team. That was the one, you know, the national network broadcasting it mm-hmm. and, you know, met everybody and they like, okay, you're going to present this. Okay, fine. This is your co-anchor. And when I saw everything, I just stood there like early morning before seven looking at everything and I said, oh shit. That is a- what did you get yourself into?
1: Hey, my name is Steven Ducuba and I am a photographer, an entrepreneur, and your podcast host. This podcast is for ambitious entrepreneurs in the making who would like to turn their hobby into a business. In these episodes, I will share behind the scenes about my journey. I will also interview industry experts and share tips on how you can achieve your biggest goal. I hope this show entertains you, but most importantly, inspire you to follow your wildest dreams this is a steven de cuba's podcast all right guys i am here with my good friend larissa larissa how are you
0: hi bon dia still from where i am at aruba i'm good how are you
1: I am doing good. Oh, yeah, I love it. Bon dia. Right? Yes, my lovely Aruba.
0: You're at Bontardi, right?
1: Yes, I am Bontardi right now. It's okay. 5 30 here in the Netherlands at 5.30 p.m. So, yeah, here's Bontardi.
0: Bon dia and Bontardi.
1: Bon dia Bontardi. If you have no idea what we're talking, that is Papiamento. That is our native language. And we're going to talk a little bit about that in a minute. But Larissa, tell me, how are you? How are you doing?
0: I am good. Um, Quarantine has been, uh, this whole pandemic has been really interesting. It's tested a lot of things. Um, My patience, my productivity. Um, I've had some harder days, once a few are better than others, but I'm working on a new mindset for this this new month of May. So I'm sticking to a routine and, you know, so far is going good. So I really can't complain. It's, It's going good. How are you doing?
1: I, I love that. I love how you, how you talk about the mindset because I think mindset is the most important thing right now, that especially.
0: Thing.
1: Yes, right. Especially, yes. I, and I feel even more, I am away from my family, from my beautiful island Aruba. I live on my own. So it has been, like you said, it has uh, been like a lot of ups and downs trying to cope with this whole thing.
0: Yeah, it's harder for you. I, I can't even imagine, honestly.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. I, I I really do miss my lovely island, Aruba. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, yeah, for the people that have no idea who you are, let's start there. I want to sure. let's give give me give me the who's the Larisa we're talking to. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, the who who is Larisa is interesting because I wear so many hats. Um, well, as you know, now I'm a friend of, of yours from Aruba. And, um, what I do for a living, um, I studied, uh, communications and PR and I have my own business that is dedicated. It's based in on solely on PR. So I do PR on the Island, but, um, other than that, I was part of a, a really successful morning radio show for six years. So that's where, you know, people started to get to know me a little better and my personality and, you know, popularity came along with it and Mm. over the past four years I've also been the island's news anchor at Tele Aruba so, Ooh. yeah, I think it's safe to say I'm a public figure on the ice, <laughs> right? Oh,
1: definitely. I'm
0: so shy about that, though, believe it or not. Yeah.
1: No, no, no. Own it. Own it, Larissa. Own it. So, you are.
0: <laughs> so, I'm a public figure and, you know, I've created a little family, a niche on Instagram. That's my most popular platform out of all of the other social media platforms. So, you know, a little bit of um, social media work and content creation and influencer work. Also, I started to embrace that not so long ago.
1: So that's a little bit about
0: who I am. But I'm I'm usually just, I'm a down-to-earth island girl with, with, sense of humor basically
1: <laughs> <laughs> i love that i love that about you it, it, it really feels that even when i see you on uh, on social media it really feels that i can approach you that we can just have a, a normal conversation that we're having right now so that's really cool to see i really love that so props to you for that
0: thank you yeah i try to really keep it real especially on social media but you know my experience is 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 different because i have so many roles and um, I try to, you know, I always remain myself, even if, if vulnerability is hard for me on social media. But for some mm. reason, people are always really afraid to approach me when they see me. It's weird. Yeah? Yeah, they are. The only, you- the only people that are brave to approach me and can't really, like, hide it from their faces is kids. They're, they can <laughs> give it away, you know? But <laughs> people don't approach me, like, so easily. Oh,
1: that's interesting. It but is. how about uh, how about online? Are you talking about personally, right?
0: Personally, yeah.
1: And how about online? Do do you get a lot of people that really like hey, I don't know who you are, but I really like what you're doing or how about that?
0: Yeah, I do. I I get that a lot. You know, in the beginning, uh-huh. I I kind of um, you know, I can come across a little bit like I don't know how to say it. I I have a uh uh, I'm going to try to put it in decent words. Um, <laughs> you go ahead. Uh, uh, RBF, you know, do you know what that is?
1: RBF. You know what that is? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. I got it. I got it. Yeah, yeah.
0: I, I kind of like, you know, I have that and I come across a little bit like harsh. Some people think I'm arrogant and, you know, <laughs> through my Instagram stories is where people actually started to warm up to the idea of like oh my god you're so crazy oh my god you made me laugh today oh my god this and that and so yeah through especially through through stories i get a lot of feedback and people just talk to me as if we've we've been friends and i answer so <laughs>
1: I love that. I, I really feel that way. And I, I think it's crazy because you really share a lot and you do it. I, I think you're doing in a really funny way. When you go to the supermarket, you talk about um, <laughs> what types or things you're buying and you're doing so much. It, 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 it's entertaining. So I want to talk a little bit about that. How did you get, because I can, I can, um, I can say that you weren't like this though for like forever you you, you just started um you said i'm um, recently doing like um, um being more active on social media mm-hmm. so how did you how was it for you because personally i can say that sharing more or putting my face more on my stories on my instagram and trying to build that personal brand it, it's It might look beautiful on the internet, but it's not that beautiful, uh, especially so much internal work, so much work that you have to say, that you have to do yourself, like personal development, your mindset. Can we talk a little bit about that? How did you experience that?
0: Sure. I mean, what you say is it's dead on. Um, You know, well, actually, it comes naturally to me because, you know, what I share on social media is it's just who I am. Um, I've never mm-hmm. been like a shy girl. Ever since I was a little girl, my mom knew that this was something of, you know, this was one of the fields I was probably going to end up in either like entertainment or journalism. So she saw it in me at an early age. Um, so part of my personality is just, you know, I'm I'm really open like that. And I try to be like, you know, friendly and kind to everybody. Um and initially started uh with Snapchat. I um I was on Facebook and I had Instagram and Instagram wasn't such a big hype in Aruba yet. And then there comes along Snapchat, and you know, I'm mm-hmm. like, I can't even keep up with two platforms, let alone Snapchat. <laughs> so I decided to <laughs> download it either way, and it just it hung out in my phone, not not being used at all for like four months. Yeah.
1: It was and just like there. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's just there, but I'm not going to touch it because I was refusing to add another platform to everything that I do. And then I started to just, you know, play around with it and then posting and posting. And then I started to like it and Mm -hmm. people started to follow a lot on there. And I was like, you know, okay, this is interesting. I didn't see this coming and people started messaging. And then I got the hang of it and Snapchat was my thing for a long time. And then Instagram adopted that same, you know, um, story feature. Mm -hmm. And then slowly from Snapchat, I, um, I moved then to Instagram. And then I started to, you know, being more active on Instagram stories. And that's how actually I think as well that that was a big push for my growth on Instagram because um, you know, on your feed, you try to make everything nice and cohesive and aesthetic, mm-hmm. beautiful to the eye. But I get to be myself on stories, mm-hmm. and that's what I think drew a lot of more people to my account. And you know, feeling that you actually get to meet me. And in the beginning, mm-hmm. it was it was hard. I had a, a, a conversation with my best friend who lives in Amsterdam. Actually, she's my childhood friend, and I said, you know, this whole radio thing and now TV and People like people have their eyes on me and I don't know how I feel about that. And when I'm working on my branding and my marketing and my logo and then she's like, but just, you know, it's your face, it's your name. I'm like, yeah, but what about my private life? And she goes, darling, the moment you graduated in journalism and PR and marketing, you kind of already, you kind of, you should have known what you were getting yourself into. So you need to just Mm. own it. Like you said a while ago and embrace mm-hmm. it and then once i started to make peace with that and embrace it then it was it was an easier flow from there on to just being myself using my face putting my my name out there and that's kind of you know what the journey has been like
1: oh i loved it i love it i, I even love that you in, um, incorporate your parents as well mama Jeannie. i didn't even know her now i know her i know her <laughs> name i know your dad uh, i know i see you guys playing games i mean I feel like I'm I'm part of the family already.
0: <laughs> Let me tell you something, Mama Genie is way more popular than I am. It's not even funny. I,
1: I can imagine, I can imagine. No, she
0: really is. Like she's not, like she has her own Instagram and stuff like that, but she's not really active, you know, on it. She just puts <laughs> like, things here and there. She likes to be featured in mine, but they're both, they're natural. And when people get to see them, then that, that's where they go like, oh, now we know why you're like that. Because your <laughs> parents are also like that, you know? Uh,
1: so, now yeah. we get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. That, but they're fun, you know, they're young at heart. And um, I have I really a really good it. relationship with them. So it, it's kind of, it's, like I said in the beginning, it's it's natural to me to just include them and make them a part of, you know, the stories and everything I share with people.
1: I love it. I really, really do. And um, I want to talk about how, where do you, where do you cross that line? Cause you talk about like, okay, what about my personal life? Do you have like, okay, I'm only going to share these types of things on my social media and these other types. I'm, I, I, I keep it private. Where do you drag that line?
0: Well, what is it for you? Um, that is a trial and error type of experience, I believe. And I have learned from past things that I've done. And, you know, you're like, okay, no, definitely mm-hmm. this is staying <laughs> off the ground, you know? So um, I tend to have I do like to share a lot, you know. Mm-hmm. I am I am you could say that I'm like both ends of the spectrums. I'm like either I share a lot or I wanna be really private. There's no like in between. And I'm like Ooh, that okay. with a lot of things, with my work, with with you know with with a lot of things. So mm-hmm. um, I have a tendency to share a lot, and people may feel like they know me so well. But on the other hand, there's a lot of things that I'm not sharing. So, mm-hmm. for example, um, what I've learned is, for example, my 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 romantic life now is something <laughs> that is completely off limits. You know, it's <laughs> something that I've learned the hard way to you know not put it out there so that's something that i'm like guarding a little bit more um certain Mm. private things of the family are things that you know i don't share um depends on what type of work i'm doing and you know how i value the relationship with the client i will only put something out when i know that it's already proper or safe to put it out there with their consent so i'm not just it may seem like for example, I, I reached the state that are building and I'm filming in their offices, but we built a relationship to get towards that. And they had mm. I have their permission to do that. But other mm-hmm. internal stuff or campaigns or things that we're working on, I'm not posting it until I know it's time to launch it. So those I are that. that's like a, that's what I've learned in, you know, throughout my experience and that's kind of like how I'm I'm handling, you know, the the gram and not gram. Mm-hmm. Posting.
1: Mm, interesting. I love that. I once heard this, um, this example that um, someone on the internet was saying that they only share the things that they would share with someone sitting next to them in the airplane. So if you, you're sitting next to a stranger in the airplane, the same things that I would share with that person, I would share it online. And I thought I thought that it was a really interesting way to put it. And it, it makes sense. You you feel that I feel that I know you and I know a lot of things about you, but it is at the at the end, it's like I might know like 10% of your whole life, or not even that, like five percent or something, you know?
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, so you you learn along along the way what is something that you feel comfortable putting out there and it's just you get to know yourself as well and in my case as soon as i have like the slightest doubt of like should i post this i already like Mm -hmm. i dismiss it i don't
1: so it should come
0: natural to me to just okay let me post it this is funny oh my god i want to share this as soon as i Mm -hmm. started doubting in something really really tiny i won't post it so it's also getting to know yourself and learning and learning how to listen to that inner voice that tells you like hold up pay attention to this wait a minute wait a minute Mm -hmm. and then that also helps you kind of um decide what's the content that you're gonna put out there and and whatnot and my audience so far they they learn to get to know you in that way as well so people know that when i go quiet they know that something is up or they know that Mm -hmm. i'm taking a mental health break or they probably like you know i live in an island so um, rumors mm. spread really quickly down here so maybe they heard that something is going on and then they notice that on my social media I've been really quiet so they know that mm. you know something is happening and then I would get messages like "Larissa, I don't know if everything's okay but um, I just want to send some love and 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 hope that everything is good and I'll be pending for your stories when you're ready and that's the type oh, wow. of wow I get from them so they know how I am already in my behavior online
1: Oh, wow. That's interesting. That's yeah. interesting. You have that relationship with your followers. It is. And they even check up on you. Wow. I am that's amazing. So,
0: yes, it is. I am so grateful and blessed. So that's why most of the times I say my Instagram family, because it's like a second family <laughs> to me. It's not even like, I don't like the, the word follower and fans because I feel like we managed to get a bond a little bit beyond that. So
1: yeah, yeah, nice. I love it. Yeah, of course. I know your parents' name. I'm not just a fan. I'm not a follower. We're family now.
0: <laughs> you're, the, you're my family, kind of, yeah.
1: <laughs> I love that. Hey, I want to talk a little bit, because I was uh, watching your YouTube channel, uh-huh. and I saw your vlogs. You were in Paris, and yeah. this was your first experience as a solo traveler, right? Mm-hmm. Tell me about that. That's interesting.
0: Well... Yeah, I was going through a lot, um, and I knew that uh, it was a, uh, it was a big change coming my way. I did that trip um, right after I decided to quit with the with the radio show after six years, and it was one of the hardest decisions career-wise that I had to make for various mm. reasons. Those who um, saw the vlog like know the whole story locally. Um, Oh, so now we're interesting. <laughs> yeah. So then, um, you know, I it kind of just things things fell into place at the right time and in the right way, and I decided to just go mm-hmm. for it. And um, at the end, I realized that I I needed to be by myself, especially during something so critical that happened. Um, mm-hmm. I had been to Paris before, but on family vacation, so mm-hmm. I. I, it was a touristy place. I um, I wanted to visit somewhere in Europe again, but I didn't feel completely lost because I had been there before. Um, so uh, it was a really nice experience. I was really comfortable being by myself with myself. The biggest lesson for me was to learn to trust in my own voice and guidance because I kind of have this fear of public transport so um, I had to just learn how to get like the the, the train and the tram and everything and transport myself and Uber and so yeah. I kind of like learned to gain trust in myself again and especially after having to make such a difficult decision of leaving the radio show after six years mm-hmm. it was like you know Larissa, you you've all uh, you've made several decisions up until now and things have have been going good so you just keep trusting in yourself and just mm-hmm. keep going so um it happened um while traveling but it was also kind of like the metaphor behind everything that i was going through at that moment i love that i love mm-hmm.
1: it i love how you you share i think it was that you got um that you lost your train or your something
0: uh, It's drama oh my God. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That video cracked me up. That was amazing.
0: (laughs) And French Drake. Oh my god. I still think about him. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Oh my god.
0: Guy was working at the hotel I was staying and he looked like Drake when he was. That was like I was so distracted.
1: that's amazing where where t- tell tell my listeners your youtube channel so that they can see your vlogs where's where they can find that
0: so you you can find my youtube channel um, just by my name larissa bermudez um, i also go by the larissa story um, okay you could find it both ways on youtube i have only four vlogs on there right now That has been um, a new adventure, and it's very time-consuming. So um, me juggling a whole bunch of things, you know, like TV, my own business. I I host corporate conferences as well. Um, My social media and, you know, including editing
1: has been Mm -hmm. a big
0: challenge. And I know that some people are pending I've been doing some back work to see how I would want to continue with the vlogs. So that has Mm -hmm. been ongoing even throughout this whole quarantine. And I kind of also have to um, create a new routine for myself and ways how I can include the editing. Because since I'm the storyteller, even though if I have people that are helping me, I need to do the base work and yeah i'm new at this and i learned how to edit and all of that it could literally take me more than a day to edit one vlog
1: i'm mm-hmm. very you
0: know there's things i want to get in there music mm-hmm. it, it, it's a lot of work so um people are kind of like asking me like what happened there's no more vlogs stop <laughs> and and i cringe every time i get those messages <laughs> but i'm i'm trying to work on a way to that it could fit my lifestyle and work and you know get it Flowing on a consistent level and still getting some mm-hmm.
1: out there. Nice. Okay. Awesome. Well, there you have it. You can, you guys can visit her a YouTube channel to to see her vlogs. But I wanna I wanted to go back at the whole at the beginning the. The, your radio show now I feel like I have a little bit of pressure interviewing you because you have six years of experience and I'm just starting here mm-hmm. so no pressure <laughs> tell me about um, that radio show how did you start there was it um, did because you, you told me you you were studying and then after that did you start immediately with that how was that experience and if you want to share a little bit more about um after that, how, um, what, why? Give us a little bit of why um, did That you stop? Did you make that decision, and where you're at right now.
0: This is a long story, Stephen. The pressure isn't summarizing <laughs> this whole thing. <laughs> no, but <laughs> I'm gonna tell you. Well, I came back to Aruba when I finished my studies, and I worked at a marketing agency. And then okay. at that time, um, they had asked me to host uh, a first. My first show um, ever. Um, And the client, um, it was for Subway Aruba. It was kind of a weight loss challenge show that was like for three months and Mm -hmm. they really wanted me to be the face and the host of that. And, you know, we made that happen. And Mm -hmm. um, in that challenge, um, there was this one DJ that was competing. So there was like, there was people that you could cast to be on the show and there was other mm-hmm. people and there was also some people that are known here and that are also like public figures here so it was a mixed group and in that okay. show there was this one guy that was dj at that radio station back then and he's still there and then he approached me at one of the challenges during the weekends, and he was like you know I, I saw some of the things and i'm seeing your work and i think you'll be really good for radio and i said nah, i don't think so. Are you sure about that? And he's like, yeah, I am pretty sure I'm going to talk to my boss. And, you know, I was like, yeah, sure. Whatever. We'll, we'll talk. And then mm-hmm. over the next week, I saw him again and he was like, hey, my boss wants to sit with you. So, then oh, wow. I, yeah, I went to a meeting with him and we talked. And that, um, at that time, the the morning show was already on. It, it, had, it had gone through several changes, but it was still a, a popular show started mm-hmm. with four people and then three people. And back then there was still three people there, two guys and a girl. And then he was like, you know, I'm looking for a fourth person because that's the, the you know, I want to maintain that initial concept. And um, it was mm-hmm. a really good meeting. And then he said, you know, you could, you could start tomorrow if you want. And then um, I said, okay, like, let me think about it. And then, you know, I decided, it, it, I was a fan of the show. So I used to listen mm-hmm. to the show on my way to work and I knew the guys, I knew the cast. Mm-hmm. Um, from not from the show but from before that I had friendship with one of them at least so I yeah. was like you know this this could be interesting I mean I, I feel like I could give something and I mean technically I did I have my bachelor's here in journalism so it's something that I should be able to do
1: and then mm-hmm. I decided
0: to take on the challenge and then I started and it was six uh, really really fun years The it was an entertainment morning show so it was pranks, we were talking about entertainment and, you know, popular topics. It was just, you know, avoid the news and get to work with, with the best attitude you can type of show, cheering people None. on and stuff like that. And, um, you know, it, it got to a point where I wasn't growing. You know, I was I was doing it because I loved it. It was from seven in the morning to nine in the morning. So I had to be at the studio before seven. That's a commitment for sure. Oh wow. And it, the show had gone through many changes, many hosts and co-hosts came and they left and I wasn't being paid much at all. Uh, in the in my first vlog, um, my first vlog was a confession, a confessional of like what happened, what was going behind the scenes and the reasons why mm-hmm. I left. I explain it detailed um, in Papiamento mostly um, mm-hmm. to the fans. And I told my fans that, um, you know, I was earning, less than the minimum loan in Aruba mm. and seeing that the show was so popular and had so many clients, people have a whole other perception, you know, and mm. I wasn't paid anything. And the thing is, I, I could afford to do it for, for so long because since I have my own business, you know, I didn't depend financially on, on mm-hmm. that. Um, and I, I did it just because I loved it. I loved the connection with the people. I loved the fact that I could get a chance to, you know, cheer you up and set the tone for the day. I wanted to be a posit- positive positive in- impact on your daily life. So that's what kept me doing it for so long. But I wasn't mm. getting anywhere—not financially, not I wasn't growing. You know, yeah. there wasn't. So it was just a matter of, you know, I think it's time you need to you need to give yourself the worth and and need to do something different so you can grow. And I decided to to leave the show. There was a lot of things happening. And before, just before I quit, I was approached to do uh, to go to another radio station. And mm-hmm. at the, the final moment, it was only me and and another guy at the show, we were only the two of us. And we had mm-hmm. been in the show um, with the two of us for like more than a year already. And I told the people mm. that approached me that if they wanted the morning show that I wouldn't go alone. I would go with mm. him. So they had to offer yeah. him something good as well. And I was really open and transparent. And um at the end, it didn't seem like that was the ad that that was the treatment that I got back from my colleague. It seemed okay. like it was more in between his own interests. He got a a supposed offer from the radio station to stay and all of that and I never got offered anything not even a conversation you know and whenever oh. i had approached management to talk about certain things and pay you know like uh, those meetings would never would never happen so then you know it was it was a whole bunch of truth bombs that came with that and realizations so then i said no you know this is it's definitely time to move on and then mm-hmm. I decided to, you know, to quit, and I and I did it in a in a different, <laughs> unexpected mm-hmm. way. I just I announced it live on a show, and I said, "This is my last show, and I'm leaving." And that's oh. why, yeah, I mic dropped it on the air. Nobody knew.
1: That's mic drop right there.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. And the reason I did that as well is because I had experience in the past that we had other hosts and you know they left the show and didn't even they didn't even get a chance from management to say goodbye or have a last show Mm -hmm. or thank the fans so i felt like i needed to to be smarter so because Mm -hmm. i did want to at least say goodbye i didn't want to you know um i didn't want them to do that to me as well and that's why i decided that my first episode should be a confessional because um the people that listened to the show and got to know me and followed and supported me and all of that um, were the mm-hmm. people that kind of, you know got me to where I am today. and I, I I felt like I needed to give them at least a decent explanation as to why I left so abruptly and what was going on. I needed to pour out my heart and and be vulnerable and say, You know what, guys, this is this is what was going on. I was feeling like i was I was being treated like shit. I wasn't being paid. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, and, and this is just that's honest. It's not that I didn't want to do it anymore and I didn't have love for you guys and I didn't want to be part of your day, but I have to grow. And their response yeah. was just it was beyond me. I was not ready for it at all.
1: Wow.
0: It wow. was so heartwarming. It was um so respectful. It was so loving. Um it was like four days I didn't want to even go on social media because I was afraid of you know how it would impact and I had two of my best friends Danelise that's in Amsterdam and Isaiah that's also in Holland now in Rotterdam they were the mm-hmm. ones like seeing everything filtering and calling me and telling me ladies so you need to get on and see all these comments. like people love you and I couldn't believe wow it. I could not believe it so yeah that, that was a that was a really big reward that was a bit that was the reward after nice. know, doing all of that yeah
1: I, I love it because I what, I what I hear about this whole story is that you chose yourself you chose you that's all you did and you were honest about it you respected um, your audience and you 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 showed them um, in a brave way that They are important to you and you're choosing you and you're being honest. I I really love this.
0: Yeah. And they came through for me as well with love and support and and, and all of that. And, you know, you never have you sometimes you you don't have the slightest idea of how you are affecting or impacting Mm -hmm. somebody out there. And Mm -hmm. it's amazing because I had people that I didn't know who they were and they opened up to me and they said, you know what, I'm going to the same situation I have a shitty job. I don't love it. Mm-hmm. I don't get paid anything. I'm a single mother. I have to like I, I have to pay for my children's food mm-hmm. and school and everything. But I can't do what you did because I have responsibilities. I have a family to maintain. What do I do? And then you realize that, you know, it was never about me. I, I, I hit a nerve and a lot of people on the island are, are actually going through this. And, you know, wow. I, I, there's some other people that said, you know what? I, I I relate to you. I feel the same way and I feel like quitting. And some people like wrote their letter and they're like, Larissa, I quit. I did the same thing. I'm out. Wow.
1: And it was like wow. two people.
0: And yeah. I, like all of that was, it was really overwhelming. And I said, you know, like I, I have to vow to um remain real and stay true to myself mm-hmm. for them because sometimes you don't know the ways that you can impact somebody else's life so it was it was a huge lesson it was a huge huge experience for me
1: wow 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 mm-hmm. that's amazing mm-hmm. there's a that's, that's really nice i really love that story Um Larissa, um I love it. So tell me, so you told me you also had your own business. So what's your business called?
0: My business is what people know less about me. um, My business (laughs) is called Work It, Work It Corporation. I do PR consultancy. So um, if it's for online content or press conferences or um, you know, writing like a speech for presentations, anything that could be a media tours, uh, promotions, anything that's PR related. If, if a business needs a little bit of, you know, an extra help or, uh, mm-hmm. uh, some consulting to see what they can do or how they can, how I can reinforce their current marketing department or communications department. That's where I come in. And that is, wow something that my business actually, I've never, I've never, um, marketed my business or, or anything like that. And I've been in business for six years. And oh, wow. um yeah, and nobody really knows that about me. They know me from no, I, and radio and Instagram, but yeah. do not know anything about my business.
1: <laughs> me included, I didn't know about this. Yeah. I, I was actually expecting you to say, Oh, my business is my own name. I that's my personal brand. So caught oh, me by surprise that came,
0: too. <laughs> that came after. That came after. That's one of the things I also oh. keep private, going back to one of your first questions um and you know it it has i've been able to maintain it and grow it slowly merely because of you know mouth to mouth and wow. the reason i try to keep it that way is because since aruba is also a small island you know people are always maybe like onto to what you're doing next mm-hmm. and stuff like that so I'm, I'm really protective of my business in that sense and i realized mm-hmm. that for some of the clients that i have or had um that that privacy aspect was something that actually they valued, you know, maybe you can understand or relate to this because for example, in Aruba, you could find somebody that's, you know, you're, you're indirectly working for a client and you're on there putting it on Facebook. Like, yeah, I'm at this photo shoot for X, Y, and Z client, And Mm -hmm. you know, so people know what you're doing, what you're busy with, whether, I go and I do my work or I work at events and I'm not necessarily doing that. And they appreciated the fact that they don't know who did it. I just deliver and I, mm. I, uh, I deliver until I know that my client is happy and the work is done and I'm out and people don't really need to know that I'm working with them. That's not my interest. My interest is that the client is happy and that our goals are reached. And that is mm. something that they liked because they valued that China, you know, I wasn't there to 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 brand myself and market myself because oh, I'm working for this huge business on the island, and they like mm. that. And that 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 has been a a, a success a success factor for me.
1: Wow, that's interesting. I didn't know this. This mm-hmm. is nice, nice. I love it. A lot of people don't and... know that
0: on the island. Yeah.
1: <laughs> nice, awesome. Yeah, I I, I really love
0: excited. it. See? <laughs> I, I'm sorry. <laughs> you, I keep things private.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we discovered the line. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: uh, I love it. Yeah, because I've seen you on TV, I, 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 on the news. I've seen you um, as a as a M- MC. Um, mm-hmm. I've have seen you. I've seen you. I'm not. I haven't seen you on the radio. I've heard you on the radio. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, no, no, I didn't know about this. This is interesting. Uh, so let's talk about the the your your experience um, in the as a TV anchor. I, mm-hmm. I love that too. I think it's so interesting. I I remember as I was growing up, I always would look at the t- at the news because of my parents, of course. Mm-hmm. And I I also like if I saw if I see like let's say for example the state Evo for example. He was really known and he's been working in that um, in that um, industry for a while. I was like, oh my God, that's so awesome. He's, he's a public figure. So going back to you, am I a public figure? Yes, you definitely are because if <laughs> I was like five right or like not five, like seven right now, I, you would def, I'd be one of your fans.. <laughs>
0: oh, <that's> so, cute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so cute. Yeah, So tell
1: me, you, you work for Telaruba?
0: Yeah, I do. I work for Telaruba. I'm their uh, female anchor. And um, I've been doing that for four years now. Uh, it was four years since last February. And okay. that, uh, that has also been interesting because, you know, here's a fun fact. I, I studied journalism in Costa Rica and I graduated and I immediately decided to go for my masters and specialize in, in PR because my idea was never to come back to Aruba and work in the media. And here oh. I am and <laughs> I have worked in all, you know, radio, TV. So mm-hmm. well, uh, why, why
1: why was your idea like that? Why didn't you wanna go back to the island?
0: Well, I wanted to come eventually back to the island. What I what I didn't want was to work in this particular field here. Because oh. I mean journalism worldwide is 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 something it's, That it's not necessarily well paid. I mean, not everybody Mm. makes it and goes on, you know, CNN or ABC Mm. or one of like the big, you know, um, Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. news um, companies, networks. So here in Aruba as well, I knew that it wasn't well paid. Um, However, I did it because it interested me and I have passion for it. And I know Mm -hmm. that a lot of people that work in the field here and you know, as well, up until this day are not people that are, um, formed professionally. They just, you know, they learned along the way by Mm -hmm. being on the streets and doing things, you know, like they do. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I knew that I would clash a lot with the way that they do that type of work here. And it's it's made that happened, That's happening on the Island up until today. So that's the reason why why I decided to do something extra because I said, you know, like going back to work in journalism in Aruba, it's not not a vision. (laughs) I can't, you know. And then, you know, I decided one thing and then, you know, the universe had it planned out for me another way. And they're like, oh, no, girl, you are going to do something. (laughs) And so I ended up, you know, doing radio and TV. And um, mm. I actually, it started because there was this, um, I had a client that was in the government and mm. there was this event, I think it was in 2004 or 2015. Oh. And we had the King of Holland was visiting for, I think it was a Labor Day weekend. And they had this mm-hmm. big event um, The um, and then, uh it was for his birthday they had this big event and they had like expos and the marine here had like a whole show it was a big Mm -hmm. happening so then they called a meeting for um for people of the press to give a briefing on how it would it was going to get covered and stuff like that and Mm -hmm. since i had that one client in the in the government um, it was close It was it was in a in a building close by, and I was like over there, and you know I uh, I was also a part of the press, so I attended the the meeting, and you know as usual I was the first one there because I was on time and early, and uh, everybody (laughs) else wasn't. So while already just like today, that yeah, (laughs) 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 and that's like that's typical people of the press, that's typical island mentality as well, right? We're always late. (laughs) So um, I got there and I was chatting with some of the organizers and, you know, they were telling me about the logistics and everything of the events and then one of them looked at me and said, wait a minute, but you studied journalism, didn't you? And I was like, yeah, I did. And he was like, you know what, this might seem crazy, but we actually need a female uh, presenter. We have a male one and we wanted actually like two presenters, but we don't have a female one. Do you think it's something you would do? And you know, my my light bulb clicked and I said, sure. <laughs> and they said there's one catch though, you know, everything is, you know, already organized. This event is tomorrow, and I, I can't guarantee you that I I can pay you something for this. And I said, you know what? Don't worry about it. I'll help you out and in one way or another I will I will get I will get rewarded for this later. And he mm-hmm. said, Are you sure? I said, Yes. And we closed the deal and then um, we did the briefing and then I got a whole bunch of, you know, um, information and, and stuff about the event and, and inf- information on the, on the king um, uh, and, you know, the royal family, the, the, the royal family in Holland. And I just came home and I just started reading and reading and reading and doing my homework until late. And, mm. you know, I, I got to sleep a few hours. And (laughs) I woke up, I got dressed, and, you know, I was ready to, you know, do it. And I got there, Ah. and this is something that happened. This is not the first time it happened to me, but it was when I got there, and I saw the setup, and it was a national holiday, and, you know, everything was closed, and this was the big event being broadcasted, and the king was going to be there. And then I just stood there, and I walked up to the Teleruba team, that was the one, you know, the national network broadcasting it. And, you know, met everybody, and you know, were like, okay, you're going to present this. Okay, fine. This is your co-anchor. And when I saw everything, I just stood there like early morning before seven looking at everything. And I said, oh, shit. That is a, what did you get yourself into? I had a mini panic attack. I called my Oh, mom.
1: my God.
0: I called my mom. She's my momager. I called my mom. She slapped some some guts into me over the phone. And, mm-hmm. you know, I said, okay, we're going to do it. And we're going to, you know, if we're going to fake it until we made it. You read your stuff. You did your homework. You know this. <laughs> you were made for this. So long story short, it was life. It was a couple of hours, a whole event. The King visited. Uh, he There was a lot of, a lot of stands with some some local people and, you know, shows and all of that. And it mm-hmm. was total success and wow yeah it was really successful it was you know the 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 whole team worked really nice uh together my phone was in my bag somewhere you know my phone just had it was filled with messages and people like oh my god you're on what are you doing (laughs) oh it was crazy it was just it was crazy and then by the end of the day um when we finished with the with, with the live broadcast you know the 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 whole management of Tele Aruba was down there at the channel, you know, talking to everybody. And then I got introduced to them and they were like, Oh my God, we didn't know like that. You were like, you could do this. And that's where my relationship with them started. And then I had a few meetings with them because they wanted to do some shows here and there, but you know, I wasn't, I wasn't feeling the timing wasn't right. You know, we couldn't really get to something like, um, you know, mm-hmm. stable, so, and then the opportunity came because they were looking for a female news anchor. And Mm -hmm. I already had the relationship with them. And then so the news director, Lelicia, called me and she's like, you know, let's have dinner. I want to talk to you. And then, you know, the spot was open and it was just, you know, she's like, it's waiting for you. So I said, yes. And that's how it happened. I had like maybe two weeks of training with Ruben Trappenberg, who's not, Mm -hmm. who passed away a few years ago. And mm-hmm. then you know he was like, okay, you're, you're ready to go on tomorrow. And it's like I didn't even have a month training. He's like you don't need it. I'm just throwing you in the water. There we go again. So. Wow. <laughs>
1: Wow, wow, you are filled with
0: incredible
1: stories, (laughs) Larisa. I
0: I can yes, I kinda am, yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: No, like seriously, all of your adventures have something after it. And they, I think that's a really good lesson for you, for us, for the listeners. That I mean, you might whatever you're doing right now might seem crazy, but there's always something at the end of the Uh, the the, uh, other spectrum so i love it i really love your stories
0: yeah i think you know like for everybody listening the main lesson would be if you can if you if you can catch something out of this is that and my career story has kind of been based on this it's been a matter of meeting the right people the right timing and you know just going for it because for example when i did that first life broadcast you know i i just i got asked to do that and i didn't even hesitate and i said okay and then mm-hmm. i like figured out how am i gonna do this and actually nailing mm-hmm. it so it's kind of you know having the guts and the courage to also so like if you know that deep down it's something that you really want to do and you know that you can you can ace it you need to have the the guts to actually go for it and and you know take the opportunity and and learn from it and see what happens because sometimes you know the door is right there it's kind of open we kind of knock but yet you don't want to go through it so it Mm -hmm. it, for me it's a matter it's been a matter of of timing because Mm -hmm. i did i did a casting for news anchor um a few years before that whole tele aruba incident there was this female anchor and she was pregnant and she was gonna go on 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 her on her leave so they needed Mm -hmm. somebody to replace her. And I did that casting and it was, it was, back then it was ATV and it didn't even happen. um, And, you know, Mm -hmm. ATV doesn't even exist anymore. So I did the Mm -hmm. casting and um, in my opinion, I think it went well. I did a few trainings here and there. And then it was kind of like, they didn't even get back to me. And then after a few weeks, I just saw somebody else sitting there and I said, well, okay. Well, I guess they didn't Mm -hmm. choose me, you know, thanks for letting me (laughs) go.
1: That's for but life, yeah, exactly. My,
0: yeah, so it, but it wasn't my time to do that, and that's what I felt back then when I saw somebody else on television. I was like, you know, Larissa, that this is not your moment, just wait. Yeah, you know, God is gonna yeah. send you something, and you know, look at me now. I've been yeah. doing it for four years, so it's been a matter of the right timing. You have to know,
1: love it. I really do. I really love your stories, Larissa. <laughs> no, hey, tell me, <laughs> tell me, how do you mix it all? Like you have a lot of things going on. How do you, how do you stay organized? Tell let's tell me a little bit about that.
0: <laughs> oh my God. I do not <laughs> consider myself an organized person. I am, I'm just like the type of, the type of job I do. I'm all over the place. Um, I don't know. You know, you, you kind of, you, you try to make a, a routine out of it and, and, you know, you take it from there. Um, so you know what you have to prioritize and you know how much time you have to dedicate to, to everything that you're doing and make a routine out of it. So for me, um, for example, something that is really important for me to stay sane and to, you know, be creative and feel good. I need to, you know, I need to have a good hour, to work out every day. So I make sure that that's something I get. I prioritize, I I get it done. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, and then in between, um, get creative, get working. I'm also a lot out there on the road. So I'm either visiting clients or I'm working from like remotely from somewhere Um, I don't Mm -hmm. really have an office to have everything like set there. People think I do and I've tried it, but it's just, it's, it's not, it's not my, my style. So I think a big thing Mm -hmm. is just prioritize the things that you know that you need in order to be like productive and feel good and be creative in your field, prioritize Mm -hmm. that. And then, you know, make sure, um, keep a a schedule even, uh, even if it's like in your phone or, you know, an agenda and then, you know, that way you could, um, Mm -hmm make your routine and and then it, it slowly becomes a habit
1: yeah do you do this all alone or do you have a team or someone that helps you as well
0: i am a one woman show <laughs> yes. Okay. i'm proud of it but it's hard it's hard and yeah. you know, like wanting to embrace new challenges like the vlogging mm-hmm. is 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 teaching me that i i need to let go of certain things and i need to slowly start expanding like i work with people but you know Mm -hmm. they're freelancers or you know um we we make up a team so i have a stylist i have friends that are photographers that i work with and i I pay them for projects and it's kind of like an unofficial standard team because it's people that Mm -hmm. you like their work and you trust them and they know you and all of that But um, Mm -hmm. it's not it's not like I have a a, my company. It's like, yeah, I have people on payroll. Like, no, not not in in that way. But mostly I'm a one woman show. I, I do everything myself.
1: Love it. Okay. Okay. One woman show. I love that. <laughs> um, <laughs> where, where do you see yourself? Um, in, I, don't, I, I really hate that question though. Where do you see yourself in five years? But what do you, what, what keeps you up at night right now? What do you're doing? Where, where are you? I know you don't share what your uh, upcoming things are. <laughs> what are you working on? But um, let's say, for example, it's TikTok some uh, a platform that we will see Larissa doing some dances and some things
0: <laughs> stop it oh my god <laughs> <laughs> that has been the quarantine question <laughs> oh my god. i'm just asking <laughs> my friends are like uh Larissa you should totally do TikTok with <laughs> your mom in there and i am yeah. like no, I am not doing it. I, I, it makes me feel old. I'm not gonna do it. Um, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you and your listeners a an exclusive heads up. And um, what I can tell you is, and I can show you. I can send you a picture. I downloaded okay. the app in my phone <laughs> during quarantine last week. I have not opened it. I do not watch anything on there. I haven't touched (laughs) it, but I'm just gonna give you all an exclusive and just tell you that it's in my phone. I don't know what's gonna happen.
1: (laughs) It sounds a lot like the the story of Snapchat.
0: Snapchat, (laughs) exactly. That's why (laughs) we give you the exclusive. (laughs) Okay, so today. Sometimes my ego kicks in, and she's like, "No, don't do it." You know.
1: (laughs) Today is seventh of May, two thousand and twenty. Let's see let's see when when if it will happen but let's see when it will happen
0: <laughs> we have
1: it we have it recorded
0: <laughs> yeah you have the proof you're the only one who can say it. we knew it first she told it we knew it was gonna happen yeah, yeah
1: i have the proof i have the power in my hands right now <laughs>
0: yeah, the, the app is in my phone i honestly don't know guys <laughs>
1: Okay, so we where can we connect with you then? Let's uh, let's. I I I love how we're um ending right now. So and see my um let my listeners know where can you can we connect with you if if it's not TikTok yet.
0: (laughs) Okay, um well you can definitely connect with me on my Facebook page. Facebook is still the biggest platform used on the island. So you can just look me up as Larissa Bermudez. You're gonna see my my page. You can um, you can link up with me on Facebook. If not, you can definitely reach out to me on Instagram. Um, my mm. handle is uh, the Larissa Story. So you mm. can look me up on Instagram, and don't be shy to message me. It's the platform where I'm most active on. So you'll you'll definitely see stories and, you know, I'll I'll reply you rather quickly on there as well. I didn't get to answer your your last question. Um, I don't I don't consider TikTok yet. Um, you can also see the vlogs on on YouTube. Um, I'm going to start, you know, I'm still doing the back work to, to, to get that up and running. Um, okay. And as for your question of, you know, what I want, where do I see myself? Um, I, I also, I, I sometimes fear that question, you know, cause it's, it's like this fear of uh, dreaming big and, 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 oh my God, am I really going to make it or, you know, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, what mm-hmm. I can tell you, because as you said, I don't like to give away much. Um, what I can tell you is that, um, social for social media, um, my, goal for this year and upcoming years is for sure to be give a little bit or a lot more of doses on vulnerability and realness so Mm. i am doing my inner work to be able to share that with people uh, on the platform i want to you know be real and especially as a woman um you know talking about certain issues and showing you the pretty and the not so pretty you know i I want you to know that Mm. there's a human behind that platform and that you could relate and we're just we're all the same and we're going through like similar stuff so that's one thing that i'm working on and career-wise as well i'm starting to work on plans i wanna i wanna you know start hosting some things internationally as well outside of the islands. So I'm Mm. preparing myself mentally and doing some work to, to see if I get to, you know, travel a little bit more for work and, and host some conferences and stuff other places other than on Aruba.
1: Oh, that would be awesome yeah oh if netherlands is one of the locations i'm right there right there with you
0: (laughs) yeah well you know there was there was something that happened last year that kind of sparked that idea i I got approached to do something in the netherlands actually and then COVID happened so Mm. it didn't you know it wasn't my time. Oh, I
1: remember. You You. You. You sent me a text that you might come here. Yeah. yeah.
0: I told you. It was, it was for business purposes. And I said, oh, my God. They reached out to me. Um, and, and and they came along my my Instagram profile. And they just, you know. And I was like, this is crazy. So then I said, you know, maybe I should take this seriously. And as a sign of the universe of, you know, like, maybe you should, you know, see where this mm-hmm. takes you. So I'm going to focus a little bit more on that as well.
1: Well, you know, um, COVID told you, hey, I'm going to give you some time, so work on it right now.
0: (laughs) Well, COVID has been nice and not so nice because productivity (laughs) during COVID has also been a struggle, you know.
1: Oh, tell me about it. Yeah, 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 definitely. Hey, Larissa, one of the things I I love, I love all the I love your stories. I love all of the things that you have shared today. I think um, I've learned a lot. I've got to know you a little bit better, Uh, your family a little bit better. Now I'm not a fan. I'm not a follower. I'm part of your family. family. yeah. (laughs) I love it. Hey, one of the things that I like to do at the end of every episode mm-hmm. is to give my listeners one thing that um, they can apply today or they can do today that will either help their life, their business, or simply their day. So what is the one thing that you would like to share with my uh, with my listeners that could help them in any way? It could be the simplest thing that could help them either their life, their business, or their day.
0: Oh, this is interesting this feels like a miss universe question you have to nail it you know to make a good impact on everybody and hopefully you get the crown uh, so one no thing I would- <laughs> yeah thanks for throwing it out there just like that um,
1: i love it i I've, I've been keeping it a secret for every interview so,
0: don't- <laughs> so one thing that i will um would share with your listeners is because it's a question i get from um a lot of people and um female and male um is about you know the confidence to just you know um just put yourself out there even if it's on social media um the stories you post and and stuff like that um if for me it has a lot to do with with inner work so you know when was the last time that you sat down with yourself and ask yourself even the most simple questions you know get to know yourself what do you like what do you don't like and try to be you know try to get familiar with with, with who you are and your personality it, you know it's gonna it it, it it gives you more self-assurance and then it, it makes you more comfortable when you're trying to put yourself out there in, in business on social media it, it's kind of it's a weird confidence boost some people wouldn't imagine but you know sometimes you get asked like the most simple questions like how you describe yourself in three words and you know you'll you'll stay thinking about that for like the longest time ever and yeah. uh, especially during a time like this one during the pandemic and, and quarantine you know it's a perfect time to to do some self, Um, exploration and reflection on what do you like what do you want so don't be afraid to sit down and and answer those questions honestly with yourself no matter how crazy or weird it it may seem it's going to give you a lot of self-confidence and it's going to give you more direction towards where you want to go instead of just you know going on Mm. autopilot every day mm-hmm. thinking you need to fulfill this specific role and then realizing a few years later, like, wait a minute, this is not me. I don't like this. What am I doing this? Why have I mm-hmm. wasted so many years, you know, doing mm-hmm. that? So I would say, you know, take the time that you can to, to, to get familiar and vulnerable and friendly and dis- rediscover yourself every time that you can. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, I love it.
0: We got a little bit deep on there. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Love Number it. I, th- I think you I think you got the crown. I think you got the crown.
0: <laughs> Did I? I'm not a first runner up. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> I'm gonna be sorry with a crown on. So you know, and tell people that I, I want a crown today.
1: Oh, love it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I love it. Hey, one more time. Let us know where we can connect with you. Uh, I will make sure that to get all the links from you. And um, yeah, I just wanted to take a minute before you let us know where we can connect with you to thank you, to thank you for your time. Thank you for taking um, your time to have a chat with me, to share your story with me, with my, with my listeners. I really appreciate it. And I wish you all the best as you navigate this entrepreneurial journey, as you discover yourself more, and as you um, grow your business and your own personal brand. So really, thank you, Larissa.
0: Hopi, hopi, danke. Thank you so much, Stephen. And we also have a collab pending. I'm dying to um, work alongside with you. So that's, uh, that's something that's definitely coming up. I want to I thank you as well for you know thinking of me and approaching me for, for your podcast. I wish you all the best of luck in this podcast. Thank you to all your listeners tuning in from wherever you are I'm sending you lots of Aruba sunshine, love, and good vibes. Mm. Hopefully, we have some better days ahead with this whole pandemic situation. And yeah, feel free to reach out to me, whether it's on Facebook. You can find me as the Larissa Story, or you can find me as Larisa Bermudez. My Instagram handle as well is the Larisa Story. And you can also find me on YouTube. And so you can, you know, have a. It, my, my vlogs are still in Pavimento. I haven't, you know, done that transition yet. But um, mm-hmm. you can get a good idea of, you know, my all the crazy stories and things that happened to me and my personality. So feel free to, to take a look and, and send me a message and we'll take it from there.
1: All right. Thank you. Thank you so much, Larissa.
0: Thank you, Steven. Ayo. <laughs>
1: All right, guys, there you have it. How fun was that? I, for sure, did have so much fun interviewing Larissa, and I hope you can get something valuable from all her amazing stories and her journey as an entrepreneur and as a personal brand and all of the ups and downs that, honestly, we all go through. I wanted to take a minute and thank you. You stayed with me for more than an hour. Wow, you, my friend, are amaz- amaz- amazing amazing. <laughs> and I appreciate you a lot. I would love for you to take a minute and subscribe to this podcast if you haven't. And I would really love to invite you to leave me a review on iTunes. If you do, take a screenshot and send it to me. And if you are the first person to send that screenshot to me, your next coffee is on me. All right? We have a deal? Okay. I'll be waiting for you in my DMs on Instagram. So all you have to do is take a screenshot of your review and then head to Instagram, search for Stephen Cuba, and send me that screenshot. Your next coffee is on me. Of course, this is only the first person because, I mean, this podcast will be live forever and in five years i can be giving everyone coffee right (laughs) okay go quick (laughs) hey thank you i'll see you guys in the next episode Ciao, ciao